Welcome to the Heartbreak to Happiness Show with Sarah Davison. If you're struggling with a breakup and you feel shocked, angry, betrayed, devastated, or sad and alone, then this podcast is for you. Best-selling author and award-winning host, Sarah Davison, shares how you too can get on with your life to heal, grow, and move from heartbreak to happiness. Here's your host, Sarah Davison. Welcome back to the show. And today we're diving into, do you hate your ex? Yes, well, I get so many messages from people who are very, very angry with their ex, maybe devastated by their ex, maybe upset by their ex. Now, for those people who are consciously uncoupling, that term that Gwyneth Paltrow highlighted to us a few years ago now, where people split amicably. Maybe they even go on holiday with their exes together and their children from their new families. That unfortunately doesn't happen often enough. And that really is where you can break up amicably from your ex. Maybe your relationship has just fizzled out over a period of time and you both come to the realization that your partner isn't for you and that you are better off as friends. Now, there's very little hatred in those scenarios, but what I see a lot of in my coaching clinic is where people are aggressively severing. Yes, that's a term I've coined, aggressively severing. And that's where it's the opposite to conscious uncoupling. It is the complete other end of the spectrum. It's where there is a lot of conflict. Now, it might be because your ex refuses to separate amicably with you. Maybe you would like to separate amicably, but your ex doesn't. Or maybe it's just that both of you are warring. Both of you are, maybe you're upset or hurt. or Maybe you are just really angry, which can lead to hate. Now, hatred is usually triggered by a devastating event or maybe a series of disruptive events over a period of time. So this could be a betrayal. Maybe they've cheated on you. Maybe they've had an affair. Maybe it's been an abusive relationship, a toxic relationship, where there've been a series of many, many events over potentially many, many years. So it can be a lot of different things that can trigger hate. Now, if you're listening to this and you're going, yeah, I really do hate my ex, then usually there's a sense of injustice somewhere along the line. They've done something which seems unjustified, unfair, unreasonable, or maybe just downright insensitive or unkind. So that can lead to hate too. Now, hate is a normal human reaction to injustice or upset. Some of you may never actually feel hatred. I have clients who, even though their exes have done the most heinous of things to them, you know, treated them so, so badly, maybe being very controlling or abusive over many, many years, they still don't hate them. Now, again, everybody is different and how you're feeling right now is completely okay because we have a whole range of different human emotions and there's no right or wrong, okay? The important thing is to acknowledge what's coming up. You know, love is a really intense emotion, isn't it? It 
it's so intense, it's all consuming, and it is a wonderful emotion. And hate is a very intense emotion too. Obviously, hate is very intense because it is something that is all consuming as well. So being in love with someone though, I mean, we have to think about what position that puts you in. If you're in love with someone, it opens you up to considerably more hurt and pain because you are so much more vulnerable to being hurt or let down than you would be if you had your guard up. So if you truly loved your partner and you were in love and they were unkind or betrayed you, cheated on you, hurt you, or just decided that you weren't for them anymore, then that can really, really hurt. And sometimes you go from that intense love emotion to that intense hate emotion. It's, they always say, don't they, there's a fine line between love and hate. And you know that strong emotion of love can generate that strong emotion of hate. Now, is it healthy to experience hate? Well, listen, it's not healthy to be stuck in hate because that is really an all-consuming emotion that will really suck you dry of anything else because it will have a huge impact, not just on your relationship area of your life, but your whole area. It will paralyze you from doing some of the things you want to do. It will have an impact on your parenting, on your social life, your connections with your family and friends. It will have a massive impact on so many areas of your life. And this is really why being stuck in hate can be quite a toxic situation for you. However, it is healthy to feel emotions and it's healthy to acknowledge that you're going through that and that you are feeling hate. Um, because what we don't want to do is we don't want to avoid negative emotions. We don't want to stuff negative emotions down. So stuffing emotions is what I, I refer to a lot with my clients and the coaches that I train, because it keeps you stuck. If you're not facing the negative emotions that are all controlling, then what happens is you get stuck in what I call the hamster wheel. You're going round and round and round, focusing only on what's happened, the negative, what's wrong with this situation, the injustice of it all. And, you know, rightly so in some cases that you might feel those ways. Those emotions are genuine and real. And it's important that you acknowledge them. However, if you're not facing them, that's when we tend to get stuck. If you're not dealing with them, then you can't move through it. So that hamster wheel of why have they done this to me? How dare they? Keeps you stuck going round and round. What's wrong with me? How on earth can this have happened? I hate them. I hate them. Those emotions are super intense and just keep you stuck. Now, avoidance techniques as well are very common with hate. You might start drinking to take the edge off that intensity, maybe taking drugs to numb the pain, maybe partying, maybe a more healthy way of distracting yourself might be going to the gym more often or working a lot more. However, in the long run, doing too much of anything and not facing the negative emotions is going to be destructive because what we need to do is be able to face it so that it doesn't keep triggering you every step along the way. 
for those of you listening, you might recognize that sometimes you'll be having a great day, everything will be going well, and then something will happen. Maybe it's a song, maybe it's something that somebody says, maybe it's just something that you see, or your mind will flash back to a point in time and it will trigger all those negative emotions of that hatred towards your ex again. And that will take you right back to square one, feeling powerless and consumed by those strong negative emotions. So what we want to do is help you to let go of the hatred, okay? Now that doesn't mean that you are forgiving your ex necessarily for everything they've done or condoning everything they've done. You know, it doesn't mean you have to get to that point. What it means is that you are freeing yourself. This is about you taking back your control and liberating yourself from the chains of hatred, which are gonna keep you stuck and paralyzed and unable to move forward with your life, which is really, really important. You're hating your ex is wasted energy because it's not gonna help you in any way. Now, quite often, hatred masks your fear. Now, some of you will be going, no, I just hate him. No, I really just hate her. Well, okay, I get that. And that, again, I'm saying can be really normal uh, if someone has really hurt you. However, I want you to think and be really honest with yourself here. What fear is your hatred masking? Because of the injustice of their actions, it may now mean that you are facing a very different future. So maybe the fear is that you're not going to be loved again. Or maybe it's a fear of being alone. Maybe you're worried about what the future holds or you're worried because there's so much uncertainty about the changes that are coming your way. Now, please, please know these are really normal fears to have. Okay, there is nothing wrong with you if you are anxious, worried or stressed about these kinds of situations. Because if someone has done something which has changed the direction of your future, it's changed the path that you thought you were on and maybe you had planned out and you know, imagined for years ahead, now things are going to have to shift and change. So it is a completely normal human reaction to be worried, to find that overwhelmingly stressful, okay? So if that manifests as hatred towards your ex for pulling the rug from under your feet or for hurting you in such a really difficult way to a point where there's no way you could go back and get back into that relationship because, well, one, it's not what you deserve and two, it's just not sustainable because maybe the trust has gone, then of course it's going to be destabilizing for you. Now, the key here is to help you take back your control. Your ex has done something which has meant that they had a little bit of control over your life to knock it off kilter from where you expected it to go. Yeah, absolutely. But now we can't change the past. We can't control what they did. We can't control what they're doing now or what they're going to do in the future. That's for sure. What we can control is what you're doing, what you're thinking, and how you take control over your emotions so that you enable yourself 
the chance to move forward and start to get your life back together again. Letting go of that hatred is going to really free you from those chains keeping you stuck. Remember, I'm always talking about we control the remote control to our brains. It's true, yet most of us don't know how to use it, okay? We can dial down the emotions that we're having. Now, hatred is a very extreme emotion. Some of you might not be quite a hatred. It might just be a lot of anger, frustration, resentment, jealousy, hurt, or pain. Remember, you control that dial. It doesn't matter what people are doing to you to generate those emotions. Once you're consciously aware of what you're feeling, then you can turn that dial down and de-intensify those emotions to free you so that you can start to open the door to opportunities to create a better situation for yourself. Now, I'm not saying it's easy, but as the old saying goes, you know, holding on to bitterness and anger and resentment and hate is like taking rat poison, but then sitting back and waiting for the rat to die. It's not going to happen. It's you that is suffering in the long run. And I know it might feel that you are justified to feel that way. And you most likely are. But how is it serving you to stay that way? And what will your life look like if you hang on to this hatred? You know, if you hold on to this, what's life going to look like in six months time? Who's going to be around you? How are you going to be feeling? What are you going to be doing every day? How is it going to impact your health? Take that forward a year from now. What does your life look like if you're still holding on to this intense negative emotion? Five years. Go 10 years into the future and think, if I'm still hanging on to this and I haven't let it go, what will my life look like, feel like, be like? What will you be doing? Are you struggling to cope with your breakup or divorce? Are you feeling devastated, heartbroken, sad and anxious? If so, please know that you are not alone and there is help available. Sarah Davison, best known as The Divorce Coach, and her team of accredited coaches are here to offer you the support and guidance you need to navigate all areas of your breakup, take back your control, and start feeling happy again. Sarah will show you how to dial down those controlling negative emotions, unhook from your ex, get back in the driving seat of your life, and design a future you are excited to live. Sarah has a range of solutions to support any breakup, including free guides, one-to-one coaching, her Heartbreak to Happiness virtual retreats, live retreats, and you can even train to be a breakup and divorce coach with Sarah too. Visit www.saradavison.com today and start to feel happy again. What will my life look like, feel like, be like? What will you be doing? Now, this is something that really can bring things home, right? When you start to think, gosh, if I don't change what I'm doing right now, if I don't take control of that remote control to my brain and dial down those negative emotions, where am I going to be? 
How is this going to impact the people that do care about me? How will it impact my health, my opportunities moving forward, my ability to parent, my ability to work, my ability just to enjoy life and have that calm, that peace, excitement, sense of adventure. You know, hatred dulls all those positive emotions. It's like a gray cloud following you around. So it's up to you to take that decision that enough is enough. It may be justified. You may want revenge. You may want to focus all your energy on them. But is that best serving you? And I would, I would suggest that no, it isn't. And that for you to make the decision to step up, take your control back and start that process of feeling good again is essential. Okay. So how do you do that? How? I hear you saying, okay, sorry. Okay, I get it. I get it. What next? Okay. Well, as I said, we can't control what they've done, but we can control what you are going to do next. Okay. You can take control. So what we have to do is, first of all, shift your focus away from your ex onto you and your future. What has happened has happened. I am a huge believer that adversity makes us stronger that if you go through tough times if you go through challenges some of them might be horrific some of them may be traumatic I know I've had my fair share and in the moment it's it can be the most unbearable excruciating painful experience where you just cannot see a light at the end of the tunnel and nothing seems worthwhile. However, it's easy to say with hindsight, but with the opportunity of time passing, it does make you stronger if you can process what's happened and put it behind you so that you can take the learnings from that so that you don't put yourself in a situation where it can happen again or you minimize the opportunities for it to happen again and you learn from it. And you also know that you got through that. So your resilience is high. And if you can get through that, well, you can pretty much get through anything life throws you. So you can start enjoying life just a little bit more. Okay. So we need to detach your control from your ex. Stop letting them have power over you. Because even if you're not talking to them, even if they don't know what you're doing, by focusing all your energy on them and hating them and spending all that energy that you have, on them is wasted. You're giving your power away. Now it's time to take your power back, to grab it back and start channeling that towards you. Asking ourselves better questions, more empowering questions. What can I do right now that is going to take me forward? What can I do right now that is going to make me happier? What can I do right now that is going to address some of those fears that have been all consuming? If you're worried that you won't be loved again, then let's go on the journey. Figure out what you want from a partner and also start to fall in love with you again. Listen to some of my episodes on how just to do that, because, you know, falling in love with yourself again, becoming more self-reliant, building your self-confidence I've got lots of episodes in Heartbreak to Happiness covering these topics and also interviewing experts from around the world on how to rebuild your life after a breakup. 
So there's so much free content that you can listen to, you can take hold of, you can start to implement in your own life. Okay, because this is your chance. You know, if you wait, well, you're going to be in the same place, if not worse, a bit further down the line. So shifting your focus away from your ex, taking your power back and starting to think, okay, what do I want from my life? What do I want? What kind of people do I want around me? What kind of friendships do I want to have? What do I want to be doing more of? What is it that you would like to swap? Thinking about your ex, all that energy that you've been focusing on them. If you could put it on something else, what would it be? Some of my clients are creating a second income stream or choosing a new home, maybe not out of choice. Some of them lose their homes during a breakup. And that can be really, really painful and a source of hatred for your ex for throwing your life upside down. In fact, one of my clients, Helen, right now is moving from a very large, lovely, luxurious house to a small two bedroom house. She is really worried about it. It's not something she's been looking forward to. However, what she is doing is she's using it as a project. She's starting to use her interior design skills, which she's had and she hasn't used for many, many years. And she's starting to put together a little portfolio so that she can use that to generate an income stream to show clients or how she decided how to decorate her own home. So, let's try and find a way that you can put some sparkle back into your life, okay? Once we stop the hating, we can start focusing on creating something more positive for you. This is where writing your breakup bucket list, everything you can do now that you could never have done with your ex would be super useful. And if you're still heartbroken over your ex, maybe you still have strong feelings of love, even though you hate them for their actions, then doing the exercise where you take off your rose-tinted glasses and write down everything that was wrong with your relationship. Now, our mind tends to focus on everything that was great, doesn't it? But actually, what we want to do is focus on everything that was bad, everything that upset you, that you found annoying, frustrating, or maybe just, just outright horrendous, and you don't know how you tolerated it for so long, okay? Because what our mind does is it tricks us into romanticizing the relationship where what I'd love you to do is start focusing on things that weren't right just to get a little bit of real, realistic balance back into your mind, okay? Now, addressing those fears, we want to come back to that because it's so important. If you are worried about something, then it is human nature to run away from it. Okay, so if you're worried about being alone, if you're worried about the changes that are coming up, quite often we shut down, we don't want to think about it, we just hide away from those things because they just are too painful to face. But I'm suggesting to you now that you open those up, maybe with a friend, someone that you trust, maybe a family member that can help guide you through there, but just think about facing them like the bully in the playground you stand up to it you face it and you think okay well if this does happen how can I get through it again this is all about taking your control back if you want to work on that with an accredited coach one of my breakup and divorce coach accredited practitioners then do check out my website sarahdavison.com 
and there are coaches there that you can meet on video and pick your own coach for your coaching session. You can even chat to them for free for 20 minutes to find out if you really would fit with them and if they are the right fit for you. So I think it's really, really important for you to start thinking about what the future holds for you to dull down that hatred that has such a grip on you and let it go because life is too short. What we wanna be doing is focusing on you creating security, stability, love and connection with other people in your life. It doesn't have to be another romantic relationship, although that might help you to get a little bit of your confidence back. Uh, it doesn't have to be Mr. or Miss Wright either. It could just be Mr. or Miss Wright now to have a bit of fun. But if that's not for you right now, let's find other ways where you can start to create that stability, the peace, the calm, out with the old, in with the new, detox out everything you don't want in your life anymore and start to make room for some great stuff that's going to come once you open those doors, once you let go of all that wasted energy and focus it on things that will make you stronger and take you further forward to feeling great again. That's it for today, and I look forward to you joining me on my next episode. That's it for today's episode of Heartbreak to Happiness. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a review to win a free ticket to one of Sara's virtual retreats. The retreats are a transformative combination of live webinars with Sara herself, coupled with empowering online video programs designed to help you cope better with your breakup and start feeling happy again. For more details, head on over to heartbreaktohappinesspodcast.com where you can also get a copy of Sarah's free gift. Thank you and join us again on the next episode for another dose of Heartbreak to Happiness. Heartbreak to Happiness.